When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, listen, man, another edition of the Bootleg Cat Podcast, episode number 21. Uh, this, I'm not uh, at home, and I do not have the capabilities at the moment to put my awesome Tony Chalk beat as the intro today, but it's all good, man. Um, welcome to the podcast. Uh, just a busy day. Listen, all you need to know is Young Blue, Blue Vandross dropping on Friday. Monday, though, today. Let me tell you what I did today. Hung out with Benny the Butcher all day today. Interviewed him. And we're uh, debuting him freestyling. We're going to start doing freestyles on the YouTube. Because um, fuck it. Why not? Um, so we got a Benny the Butcher freestyle dropping on Monday. We got the motherfucking interview dropping on Monday. And today... One of my close homies in the game, Taylor Gang. Yo, uh, for people who don't know, I, you know, I consider myself honorary Taylor Gang. Uh, Wiz, Will, Nate, Chevy, my family, family, love these guys. Um, and uh, man, you know, it was a long time coming. Me and Chevy did a little IG live thing. Uh, you know, Chevy just been flying under the radar for so many years, putting out quality music and uh, just a really dope, interesting guy. Um, great personality. Um, super excited to speak with Chevy Woods. Um, got to shout out our sponsors, Odd Socks, oddsocksofficial.com. Now's the time to start scooping up those Christmas gifts. Um, go to Odd Socks Official. My favorite socks that they got right now are the uh, Halloween and Chucky joints. So go over there, get you some socks, get you a mask, use the keyword bootleg cab at checkout, and you will save 20% off. And shout out to Vaping. If you're a smoker, toker, straight west coaster, you live in Phoenix, you know what it is. Make sure you hit that uh, vaping. Uh, you get you the carts. You can get you that flower. Go to Herbal Wellness Center on um, Indian School and get yourself uh, situated. If you need that CBD, though, wherever you're at, you can get that, man, vapingcbd.com. Get you some of that lotion, some of that smoke. Go to uh, vapingcbd.com and use the keyword bootleg Kev at checkout for a discount. Chevy Woods, episode number 21 at Taylor Gang Affair. Let's get into it. Yo, it's the Bootleg Kev Podcast, man. Episode of uh, shit. I don't even know what number we're on right now. It's a lot going on. 
with that being said, we got my bro, bro, Chevy Woods. You already know. Good, Taylor man. Gang is in the building. For sure. All the time, bro. Um, welcome, man. You know, we did like a little Zoom interview. It was even before your album came out. What was it like in the middle of the quarantine, which we're still in the middle yeah, of? Yeah, it was in the middle. It was it was before the album. Man. No, it was before. It was before the album. Yeah, no, it was before the album came out. Well, since birth is out. Yes, sir. Um, how has life been for you, man, since uh, all the shit has been kind of like collapsing around us in Los Angeles? Because I know you've been out here pretty much the whole time. Yeah, I mean, I never thought that it would be like this. You know what I mean? Like, uh, especially dropping music and shit, putting an album out in a pandemic shit. Like, just not being able to move around. Yeah, like tour. Yeah, like, even even like this, you know what I'm saying? Like, at least it opened up a little bit for us to be able to do something like this. Hey, honestly, that's why, you know, we've been talking about me doing this podcast for so long, and, like, they shut the radio station down so we can have guests there probably till next year. And I'm like, yo, this Zoom shit and this Instagram live shit is like kind of whack. Yeah, I mean, it's not no to to me, honestly, there's not no feel there. You know yeah, it's and it's like, like everybody, like you know what, like I mean, and 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 it's 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 good for artists because you know, like these radio promo runs are draining if you're a rapper, right? And you got to go and bounce around all these corny ass radio DJs in every fucking market. It can be a lot. Now you can just be like, all right, let's do a Zoom. Yeah, just straight Zoom. <laughs> you know what I mean? But for somebody like me, I feel like. Putting out my first album after all this time, I feel like I wanna, I would wanna. No, you wanna go. You wanna do that. It probably wouldn't. It's crazy to think that this is your first album. Yeah, super crazy. And and I always tell people there's it's 17 projects before. That's what I'm saying. Like, (laughs) what makes this the album, and what 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 about all the mixtapes? I mean, like, this is your first album. It's so wild to say that out loud. Like, yeah, it 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 throws people off too. You know what I mean? Because it's like. They put they pull up projects and be like, "This wasn't the album." I'm like, "No, nah, I didn't say that. It was like it was a mixtape. You know what I mean? Like I didn't go, I didn't go like pause as hard as as I like on a mixtape. I can go in there and do that shit in a day or two if I really want to. You know what I mean? Like the whole project, right? And then put it out in a week. But with the album, I feel like I had the album six times before. And so this I is just, like the sixth rendition of your first yeah, album. Yeah, and then I just. I've been trashing it the whole time. Like, nah, it ain't ready, it ain't ready, it ain't ready. Yeah, what's like, obviously, you know, everybody knows you from being Taylor Gang, and and um, you're kind of like Wiz's right-hand man. I think, like, you know, if if you see Wiz, you you know, you see Chevy. Like, it's, it's you guys are, you know, uh, we talked about this on IG Live. You're like the Scotty to his Jordan. And, mm-hmm. like, um, what is, like, do you feel like there's like a lot of pressure like being like this is your first album i know that like a lot of people have been waiting for your shit for a long time bro and like it's almost like we haven't i mean you dropped last year right didn't you drop a mixtape last year or was that 2018 yeah no i dropped a project last year too yeah you're like it's, it's crazy though like do you feel any sort of pressure like being as like we've been seeing you and and you've been putting out so much content but this is like like i feel like that debut album energy is so different than everything else that anybody could ever do because it's like you think of nas and ilmatic and doggy style and And that's where my mind was at anyway like of course it's the baby picture you know what i'm saying so i thought you know in my mind thinking of like classic music and how i used to listen to albums Mm -hmm. from start to finish without skipping that was my whole thing like 
I'm gonna do the when it's time. I'm gonna do the baby picture because that's like my classic album. That's and it happened. Homage. To be the, yeah, it's like the the Nas Ready cover, the Ready to Die cover, the Wheezy cover. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So like all of those were like inspiration to me having it. But I and and I don't. Which album did Lil Wayne? Was it Carter Three? Was Lil Wayne was Carter Three? I Carter think 3, so. Yeah. yeah, Carter Three. Nah, and the pressure thing is I've been out the door for me. You know what I mean? Like I ain't gotta, I don't gotta live up to nobody's expectations or nothing like that anymore. I feel like years ago I probably had to, right? Just because Wiz was at so high of a point that people were looking like, oh, his man, what is he gonna do next? Blah 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 blah. But I never lived in that world. You know what I mean? I just basically just did my own shit, and he supported the same way. Right, right, right. Regardless. Um, how do you feel like? Because obviously Taylor Gang is has had so many different incarnations throughout the years. There was like that double XL cover where it was the Lola chick, and mm-hmm. shout out to Lola, Juicy and Ty, Juicy Ty, yep. Um, and then it seems like even Cardo was on that cover. Cardo, shout out to Cardo for being so instrumental in the, yeah. the sound like early on, man. But then like more recently, you know, there's like. You know, the guy uh, skate. There's, mm-hmm. the, you know, these younger artists. What's what's the dude's name? Um, not, Daisy. No, nah, I'm, th- I'm thinking of uh, a dude from fucking Houston. Is he from Houston? Oh, Sosa man. Sosa man. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, like there's like you know, like I just feel like there's been so many different, but you've kind of always been the constant. Besides, obviously, was Khalifa. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember like the early days of like when y'all decided to call the shit Taylor Gang? Like, wh- like, what were, like, those early days like? You were probably not even Chevy Woods yet. You were nah, probably Kev the... I was. Yeah. Definitely Kev the Hustler. Kev the yeah. Hustler, yeah. It was it was basically off of, like, we didn't... I didn't wear Chuck Taylors and shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't really see those come about into, like, outfits until mm-hmm. I met Wiz. You know what I'm saying? And he was wearing them with everything. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, the hell made this dude wear these shoes, bro? Like, these is, like, some of the wackest shoes ever. You know what I'm saying? Especially to go with an outfit and, like, be in the streets. Because he was in the hood with us, like, right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? Constantly, like, every day. And people would be like, yo, what's up with your man, bro? Like, what what, what he got on? And nah, 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 nah. But I just kind of, like, took the time to, like, figure out why he moves and why he does the way he, why he thinks this way. You know what I'm saying? So I think that it definitely comes from the shoe and then, it was just his own thing, and then we came around. You know what I'm saying? And then it was like ten of us from like from like my neighborhood. Right, right, right. And boom, Taylor Gang. Now I guess now he has something to call it an actual gang of people. You know what I'm saying? So it came from the shoe, and it came from the people. Yeah, the entire Chuck Taylor and and camouflage cargo short thing was like uniform. So, yeah, it was uniform for me for like probably longer than it let it should have been. <laughs> Fucking cargo shorts. Bro, let me tell you something. There's something like fire about like somebody making like a $34 shoe cool for like poor motherfuckers. Like, yeah, yeah I sure. could go get me some fucking chucks and be lit. For sure. For sure. We used to, I mean, we it was a point where we used to just wear everybody on tour. Like when we were on tour, like you said, that was the. It was the um, the shark hoodie, the UTB yep, the hoodie. Shark hoodie, yep. And then it was like, you know, either crew neck that way or the camo shorts with the pulled up socks with the chucks. Or there were other, you got, I remember when Wiz had like a real flash cloud kicker hoodie that he put out that was, uh, I copped. Shout out to Cloud Kicker. I don't yeah, know what happened. Wow. Cloud Kicker. 
that was like the, that was like the beginning of like getting no, clothes from people. Wear shit. Yeah. yeah, that shit's crazy. Like, yo, we got a box for you. I'm like, huh? What's that mean? Yeah, free clothes. Free clothes. That shit's crazy. Um, what do you miss? Because you guys were you guys usually every summer you guys do your tour, right? Like, was it kind of was it dope to have have this year off? No, get a break or you mi- nah. missing the road? Yeah, I'm missing the road for sure. Because the thing about it is, the year before we got back to it, we took off. And that was that's a, right. That was a break between like six, seven years of touring. Yeah. So when we got back, and then now it's cut off again. You know, like we itching to like be out there. Yeah, I feel like it's almost like one of those things every summer where you're just like, all right, who's Wiz bringing out on the road this year? Mm-hmm. For sure. I miss that too. Like you know, just the camaraderie of people and hearing what names are going to be out there and knowing who you cool with and knowing who you want to get to know and stuff like that. Hey, do you remember the time that uh, Wiz? Did a show in Flagstaff at NAU, and his cousin played football there. And then we all went and took over like a frat house in the in the mountains. Mm. Was I there? Mm. I don't know if you were there. You, you would have remembered if you were there. Never mind. You might not have been there. But I feel like you're at every fucking show. I know because the only only one that I really remember is like in in Arizona. I mean, of course, they used to have a spot called Red something or some. Oh shit. yeah, Club Red. Club Red. I Damn, mean, that was early, huh? Yeah, like even that. And I went back there with with uh, Kevin Gates in like 2015. Yeah, I think the last time I saw you solo was uh, in Scottsdale. You and Burner mm-hmm. did a show. Yep. Yep. Shout out to the burn man. Um, yeah, I just feel like the road man is like some. Like, like I feel like you guys have I have done it for so long in the summertime. It's like shit. It's crazy to think this is the first summer in my life where there's no big tours. Tours, yeah, it's crazy. What do you, what, let me ask you a question. What do you think about when the get back happens next year? How many people's gonna be trying to go out? Some people ain't gonna get their chance. I think that there's gonna be a. Uh, adjusted bag for the times for all the artists right like you might have to take like 15 grand less than you're used to taking or like depending on you know what i'm saying just because because you have to kind of factor that in not only that right but the costs if you think about if you're a promoter and you want to throw a show the precautions are way different now yeah for sure you gotta like make sure everyone's like fucking you know maybe sprayed down before they walk in like that's i don't know like (laughs) Bro, I went to uh, I went to Mexico last month, and before we could go into the resort, you got to stand under this thing and it missed you with fucking sanitizer, bro. Oh yeah, see, this shit was wild. Shit's getting trippy. But yeah, the shows are gonna be interesting because I think once there's a uh, fucking you know uh, what am I the shit that they give you. Vaccine? A fucking vaccine. A vaccine. <laughs> the shit that they give you. Yeah, they AKA, might give you. It's they, some shit that they give you. Saying that, that might be some shit that they give you, though, too. Like, people, they don't know, man. History is crazy. Like, there used to be vaccines and shit like that back in the day where they give you shit. They give you the shit that oh, they purposely gave yeah, people. Yeah, so they could spread it. So it. are you going to go take the vaccine? I'm going to wait at least. Unknowingly? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to oh, take that motherfucker eventually. I sh- hey look I don't I haven't dug in enough to the uh, anti-vaccine fucking conspiracy hole on the internet but I got to check it out uh, it's a place I'm willing to check out yeah me neither but I feel like it's fifty fifty I don't know I look, mean it's documented that they purposely uh, injected black people with syphilis see what I'm saying so like, yeah, that's, and that's not even and that's like official that's document. official yeah. just think about the last person you heard have chicken pox. 
I haven't had chicken pox in a long time. But as a kid, you had I had it once. Back then. It don't come around no more. Do you think that's because people got vaccinated? I mean... Isn't that good? I feel like it was something that was put here, just like everything else. Oh, almost like it was some man-made shit. Yeah, bird flu, where's it at? Anthrax, where's it at? It's like, that shit just don't up and leave, bro. Listen, man, the coronavirus... I already had the coronavirus, like, four months ago, so I'm, I'm, you know, that shit sucked. Maybe I'm already fucking immune. What was that like? What was this? I just couldn't. Honestly, for me, it was like, I'm a a fucking idiot. And Scottsdale opened back up. So I went out there and DJed like a fucking idiot. And then Swaley, I DJed his mansion party in Scottsdale. And then like three days later, I had a sniffle. And I was like, eh, you know, Mm. it's a fucking sniffle, whatever. Mm. I got back to LA and then I, I couldn't smell. And I was like, fuck, I got this shit. Yeah. So I just couldn't smell. And then I was like fatigued a little bit. And they say that's the first thing that goes. It's like you smell. Yeah, I'm just glad my taste didn't go away because I'm a fat fuck. So I was, you know, (laughs) I like to enjoy my food. It definitely was affected. But yeah, I think shows are going to be extremely um, different for at least all of next year. Put it this way. If Drake goes out, if the baby goes out, if Wiz goes out, if... Travis Scott goes out if some so-and-so goes out. That person in that household cannot buy all those goddamn Well, I feel tickets. like that was already happening. There was some summer. I, it might have been last summer or the summer before. There was, there was like fucking 15 tours going on. And I, like one of these is taking an L. Yeah, somebody got it lose. Because ain't no, like you said, not, not no, nobody who's normal can afford... Five arena tour fucking tickets. That's 50 bucks a pop. Like, you know, I mean. And you got to take in consideration you saying to yourself, these are my favorite artists. I'm not going on the lawn. I'm buying them. Yeah, you got to go with a broad or you got to go with your people. And then you got to get a babysitter. Outfits. Shit. You know what I mean? Five shows. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think the the concert game is going to be fucked up for a while. I think it's going to go heavy in the digital space for a little bit. Like, I know some people who are some heavy hitters that are like putting together some like digital like pay for concert shit which i think is kind of honestly fucking whack but you mean to like watch it like you just watch yeah like people are perform like i think that shit's terrible yeah it i is. think i think i mean if you can get a bag of course you're gonna do it if you're an artist but it's like that kind of takes away the whole purpose of the road the road is to like build up more fans mm-hmm. see the people with your own eyes yeah. you know interact with your with your especially if you're doing smaller venues, that's like the most important like stage of your career when you're doing like 500 person venues and you can go and like see like your, and then you give them a good Mm -hmm. experience and then they go tell all of their friends times 500. And then the next time you come back, it's like a thousand person venue. Yeah, 500 to a thousand. I feel like everybody has fucking staged uh, in a crowd. You have to like, the thing is, is it's crazy because there's some artists who are shoot so fast now where they're just so big, so quick that like, they didn't, they didn't even, some of these motherfuckers never got the opportunity to do that, those kind of venues. They get thrown on some major tour first. That's a fact. It's like, yo, that like that solo little run, even if you do 200 tickets a night, like that shit matters. That shit's how you spread your fan base. Like, yeah, I, I don't know, though, man. We'll see what happens. I know Wiz just did like a fucking... Uh, he performed in the backyard. Yeah, like the virtual for fucking genius. genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was again. I think that's where shit's going. And if you're an artist, 
I could do the show in my backyard. Yeah, that's. I mean, you for sure what? gonna be like. Yeah, I thought the only thing I thought was cool about that is like fans could vote on what song he performed mm-hmm. next. They that shit was him. fire. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if they figure out a way to do that shit at like a real venue, like on an app? Wow. And like the like you're performing, but the fans are in the crowd voting on what you're. That should be hard as fuck. Because it's cool too for the artists. Like you want it. Would, you wouldn't like you already have your catalog. You know what's up. If the if the fan is hitting the song on the app, and the and it comes through like the in air shit, you know what's coming next. So you ain't gonna fuck up. You know True. What I'm saying? So it does. I mean, I know you know with the with like people having their sets and shit, it could be a little interesting. But right. yeah, I don't know, man. Um, talk about with your album. Like I know you you kind of switched up a little bit of the sound on some records, especially like with the melodic shit. I mean, going in in that direction on some of the songs, like. And you've always kind of done that to an extent, but like, what is, do you feel like this is like your, I feel like I've heard heard the growth on this project Mm. the most. Mm -hmm. That's where, that's where I was at with it in my mind too. I, so 2019, like we talked about, I put out one project and with that one project, we were on tour as well. But when I got off tour, I was like, you know what? I'm I'm not even going hurry up and rush to be like, yo, I want need to put an album, album, album. I just got my pen right, you know what I mean? So I got a bunch of songs, like maybe 100, 200 songs from 2019 that I never Damn. even released just because I, it was like me it was like like studying, practicing and yeah. shit like that. So I like put that on myself and said, I'm not even going to worry about the album. I'm just going to write, 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 write. And that's why you hear the melodic sounds, the more, uh, there's more message in it, you know what I mean? Like a mixtape, I can get in there and blah, 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 right, say right. what I want to do, but this is like personal shit that I haven't said in all this time. Like I haven't said stuff about like my uncles and like things like that passing away and like not being at home when my grandma passed away and not making, being at the funeral and things like that. Being in the hood, niggas turning their back on you, niggas kicking in my door and come to find out it was some niggas I knew and like, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. So I never really talked about like my, one thing I really didn't talk about is like, my car getting shot up 12 times with me in the car and not getting hit, you know what I'm this, saying? And this like, was back home? Yeah, this was back home right in front of my mom's house. You know what, what when did so, that happen? What year like, was that? Maybe, I want to say 16, like 2016. That, that just 2017. happened? 2017, like, yeah. So. It was did, trippy. It was, it, was, it was like not trippy, but it, it, was, it was trippy, like trippy. I was, I was about to say, it trippy was red tripping. was like 12 at the <laughs> it time. It was tripping Jesus me out Christ. because it's like it's on the block. <laughs> It's on the block right. where I did everything. You feel me? Like in front of my mom's house. So when this shit started happening, I ain't even really like it. Didn't really. Were go you off inside of your car? Yeah, bro. I was sitting there like rolling weed, like smoking, like rolling weed about to smoke. And I had talking to some girl on the phone. And I like, hey, I, I when I pulled up, I never put my because what I do is when I pull up, if I'm listening to music, I let the song just play. Right. And then I turn the car off and get out and go, no matter what I'm listening right, to. Right. But I was just rolling the weed and like talking to some girl, and all I heard was "bow," and I ain't paid no attention because it's my block. Right. I'm like motherfuckers shoot in the air and do shit all the time. Right. It was nine forty five in the morning though. Bow. I'm like whoa, whoa. Bow. Tink. I'm like oh shit, they shooting at the car. Mind you, I'm still looking straight, not knowing where it come from. And then the fourth shot, I looked over and I hit the car too. I'm like bow, tink. I'm like, oh shit! Then all the rest of them start coming through the windshield. Bum, 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 bum. I slid 
down, hit the door. Now, my foot's on the brake. I never put the car in right. park. I slid down, hit the door latch, let my foot go off the brake, and the car went that way, like towards where the motherfuckers were shooting from. And then I just ducked behind it and let it roll and then, like, skirt around the corner and shit. And it was shit. like, and at that time, I never, like, as I'm running, like, there's a little corner store. It ain't funny, but it's funny. There's a little corner store. My adrenaline was going so crazy that I didn't even know if I was hit or not. But I could feel the motherfuckers whizzing past and hitting the headrests. I could feel all of that shit. Like you did, you were like shit. It's yeah, like, so I just so you shit you down you, like, you oh. opened the door and just kind of rolled out of the car and bounced. Yeah, like I put my hand down and like kind of like creeped up the side of the car Damn. and then like two more shots went off. Like bow bow, and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm get around the corner. Were you like, do you know who it was? You know the streets. You know. Well, like at the at the because I feel like I mean. At that time, did you have any sort of issues with, with some? Nah, that's not even like my. I feel energy. like that's not your energy. Yeah, that's not my energy at all. But you know, I, you know, where I'm from, and you know, family, and you know, stuff like that. I'm in. You know, what I'm saying I'm tied in, regardless of anything. You know, what I'm saying and I'm you're part kind of, of it. You're probably me. like the face of the fam because you're the biggest fucking. Yeah, know? that too. But you know, it's like it's just it's you know neighborhood shit, man. Damn. Neighborhood shit. Sometimes you don't have nothing to do with shit, and that could have been like a, you know, a bad case right there, for for nothing type of deal. You know what I mean? Damn, I didn't know that, man. So yeah, because I never said it. I never, I never. You know what I'm saying? Like you see Dolph, he like put made a mixtape called "100 Shots." Like oh, at yeah. the same time, I was like, Yo, by the way, shout out to Young Dolph. Not only for being the good homie, but Jesus, man, they really try to get that fool. And he pulled through That's twice. Saying, like these motherfuckers was really trying to kill the young dog for like a year straight. Yeah, that was crazy. And that's all I could think of at that time. I was just like, fuck. And like now with the Nipsey stuff and all that shit. I mean, what I was the like, young damn. man from Pittsburgh who died the same day? Wapo. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's man. That's crazy because you could have been, bro. Like, I think that that is the one thing like when X, when X got murdered. It was like, yo, man, like you cannot move around where you're from. Like it's all good if you're his, if you're that big. Like it's it sucks to say it, but it feels mm -hmm. like where you're like instead of people being the most proud of you where you're from, it's like you get the most hate if you make if you're. And it's crazy because you're the most. That's where you're the most comfortable as well. Yeah, you feel like you you know. It's just I feel like people really you're you're like them. And they're mad that, like, well, what's so special about that guy? Like, he's from where I'm from. Like, and I'm fucking still, you know, I don't know. Right. I got, and the se I got seven is, kids in the trap. Fucking. It don't really be people in your, it don't only, really, it's not people in your circle or people that you know or, like, people. Sometimes in a few cases, it's people you grow up with. Right, but it's just some random loser. Yeah, it's like from the, from the city. It's right, like it'd be a me, lot of talk. I'm not even fucking famous like that. But I'm from Phoenix, and oh, there's yeah. people who want it like like I don't even know these people, and I'm like, wait, you? Why do you hate me? Yeah, they don't like you because your position. I'm so confused. Yeah, it's yeah, it's ridiculous. It, damn, well, we're, I'm I'm glad that you, man. That's crazy. That's yeah, crazy. It was a wild time. So you're when 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 did your grandma pass away? Uh, 2014. Were you uh, were you on the road? 2013, or? matter of fact. Yeah, I was on the road. I was in New York, matter of fact, and like um. I got a message from one of my cousins, and they were like, call home, like, call your mom type of deal. That's never good. And I'm like, call my mom, and it's my mom's mother. Right. So, like, when I called and she was telling me about it, I was like, what? 
It's crazy because I, at the time, my my grandma was like getting. She was older, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I would go up there weekly when I was like home and shit. Before I moved out here, I, I would go up there weekly and just take care of shit. Same with my granddad that passed. Like take care of shit, you know, because they was always there. Right. And showed me shit. I always stayed the night and watched wrestling at my grandma. My granddad was always at uh, fucking sports games and shit like that all the time. So, yeah, I was in New York, man. And, like, it was at a time where a lot of shit was going on. And I just didn't, and in my mind, I just didn't put two and two together to be like, I should Yeah, shit's moving in, in that during that year for the Taylors for sure. It's like, yo, this, like, you guys are, like, really. You know, it's crazy because my grandma died. Uh, from COVID, she was in a nursing home, and we and we couldn't see her, like wow. at all. So like for like the first like two months of COVID nineteen, my grandma is like super old, and so she had like light light dementia. Mm -hmm. So she didn't see so any of this for like forty five days before she died. She saw nobody from her family. So that shit was rough to swallow because it was like, damn, like. She yeah, she might have thought everybody was dead or you know what I'm saying like yeah. they wouldn't it, it was crazy yeah because they when you in that like I said my granddad passed away from dementia and the only thing at the and this is the man that used to take me to every sport event I right. had but the only thing I would go over there on Wednesdays the only thing he knew me by was apple pie because that's what I used to bring that's what he liked I used to bring it on Wednesday and he, like he forgot my name. Damn. He'd just be like, when he see me, he'd be like, apple pie. And he know I'm about to give him, you know what I'm saying, the apple pie. Damn. Which was still cool, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I had to cool. take it in a cool way. Right, 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 you know right, right. I mean? so. Yo, that's wild, man. That's that's crazy. Did you watch the Democratic or the uh, the debate? Did you I, see the debate? I, I watched it with the sound off. Uh, I was in the studio recording, so I seen it with the sound off. Dog. But I went to YouTube last night when I got to the crib and rewatched it. Wiz was like, yo, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go watch this shit when I get home. He's like, man, don't watch that shit. <laughs> I'm like, I got to see it. I got to see what they were saying. Yo, what, what, did you think, what did you think of it? Um, Honestly, I mean, lesser of two evils. 100%. <laughs> That's what I got from it. That's it the like, Joe Biden bumper sticker. Lesser of two evils, vote for me. For real, he needs to go by that because it's basically that, you know what I mean? Because you could still, like, there's there's stuff from back in the day that Joe Biden... Oh, yeah, the 94 like, crime bill. I mean, look, Joe Biden is a very flawed candidate, but... For sure. He's not a... I think he does have... You know, I think if you're the president, you got to, like, have the quality to make people feel like everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not, I feel like that is, like, your job. You're That's supposed to go out and... Talk to the whole entire country during times of fuck shit and make everyone feel like it's handled. But when you see Donald Trump, you look at him and say, we're fucked. We're fucked. <laughs> and then you see Joe Biden and he's like, everybody just calm We're down. less fucked. He might less, be old, but at least he's got fucked. the fucking, at least he's got the young fly sister with, with her wag ass Timberlands. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she had the one she, souls. She had, I'm like, who wears Timberlands <laughs> like that? The New York people was getting on them. They got to stop breath. trying to, like, make her hip-hop because she said that the fucking Tupac was the greatest rapper alive. And I'm like, why is she even, like, like, come leave on. Leave it alone, man. Just leave it alone. And may, the, the other way to look at that is maybe she knows something we don't know. Maybe Tupac is alive. Man, she ain't the only one that know that shit. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> let me tell you say something. Say it out loud. For like 10 years of my life, I try to, nah, probably like five years. That uh, he left the country. That that's he's alive. <laughs> Bro, there's so many things about Tupac's death that are wild. Like, 
if you listen to Tupac's greatest hits, there's a song on there called uh, where he says he says rest in peace Biggie Smalls in the beginning, and Biggie died like a, like fucking nine months after Tupac died. He said rest in peace fucking Biggie Smalls, and then at the beginning of Machiavelli, he says Suge shot me. Yeah, he does. I heard that. Bro, there's a song on Tupac's greatest that. hits where he shouts out Biggie being dead. Also, there's uh he did you know when they were putting out those whack ass Tupac albums where there was like uh just random ass like current rappers on songs with Tupac? Yeah. Like, why is he shouted out Trick Daddy, bro, on one of the songs? And I'm like, yo, Trick Daddy was not a fucking round, bro, in '96. Yes, he was. Yeah, I mean, but was he? Like he would I'm sure he was around, but like was he <laughs> like this I motherfucker to know the fuck trick know, daddy man. was? When was the first trick there was daddy no song, internet, bro. Bro, like www.thug.com was like the first album that had a. I think that was like ninety nine. Like it was ninety nine. No, it was ninety nine. Look it up. It was, was that a baby? I'm a thug. No, bro. that was that was after trick daddy it was popping. It was the um that was the nan that you know nan. Okay, yeah. Let's see. What you might be right. I think that was like ninety eight, ninety nine. It was ninety nine. 100 uh, or what's it thug uh, Trick, Trick's first album based on a true story came out in 97 okay no but the one that everyone knew him for thug thug.com but if his first album what came year? out in 97 what Tupac died in 96 thug.com was 98 okay but if his first album came out in 97 he was probably already moving in 96 Tupac died in 96 and for the record but you don't know Nair nigga didn't come out in 96 98 so 98 yeah listen man Nobody knew the fuck trick daddy was when Tupac was alive. God bless him. Yeah, I could. I could, now, now that you, now that you did the, the math, yeah. So Tupac, I was thinking this motherfucker was alive. I'm like, wait a minute, why is he shouting out Biggie Smalls? That fucking shit. I know he had a lot of songs, but like, he's got like fucking 11 albums since he's fucking died. Like, but, how much but, fucking but music? That, well, that's your 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 knowledge back then. Like, no, you're your, right. Now that I know, that was that was when I was a kid. But now I know that there's motherfuckers who literally have like 500 songs on their hard drive that nobody will ever hear. And they hear. clip pieces. He could say Biggie Smalls and he could say Rest in Peace and they go clip. True. They can make him say anything. Yeah, that's true. As a kid, you don't think like the fucking pro Because tools. we didn't, exactly. We didn't know about the fucking boards and working in the studios and like all that shit back then. Dude. Just like TV, bro. Hold on. I'm about to play this part. Bro, I used to listen to this song so much as a kid because I, I was heard like, him say that. I heard the Shug no, you heard shot the Shook shot me. Everyone heard that, but nobody I never heard the Biggie Smalls. People don't remember because well, people ain't real Tupac fans. And by the way, I'm extremely critical of Tupac. I think he's one of the most overrated uh, MCs ever. But I think as an artist, he was extremely important and incredible. Um, MCs, MC, break it down. Too. I just feel like lyrically, like lyrics, like lyrically. Flow wise, he was limited with his flow. Like you think of Biggie, Biggie could hop on a song with Bone and do Bone shit. Like I just feel like Tupac, as the whole package, was one of the greatest of all time. It's one of the most influential. But I think when we talk about like who's the best rapper, like pure rap skills, I don't think Tupac's. I think he's around eleven or twelve. Not that far back. Well, I guess if I think, you, because you're gonna get, you're gonna say Big Daddy Kane, you're gonna say I put Royce the Five Nine over Tupac as a rapper. If we're talking about rapping, if we're talking about rapping, I'm not talking about making. And by the way, Royce is incredible, but I'm saying super dope. There's so many artists who could rap circles around Tupac. 
Think of like this. Do you remember the fucking uh, the Biggie Tupac freestyle? I got seven Mac 11s, yeah, about, about eight. eight. Uh, All you gotta do is just listen to that song And there's just like a very big contrast On who was like the better rapper The millionaire, the mansion, the yacht The two hot glocks, the two weed spots I got the weed spot, I shot dread in the head Yeah, Took the bread and the lamb spread Yeah, alright Hey, shout out to the tunnel from Funk Flex and Big Cap For having that back in the day Yeah, see Word play Yeah, I would say word play that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that Tupac was not fucking broke. Tupac's yeah, one of my you. favorite. I got you. I understand. Tupac's one of totally. my favorite rappers ever. I got you. But you know what? People die on the Tupac cross. Like they die on like, you know, there's two types of fans that are very similar in two different aspects of life. Tupac rap fans and Lil Wayne rap fans. I'll put those in the same category because Lil Wayne fans are fucking crazy because they think he's, he's, he's the second most overrated rapper. But nonetheless, um, Tupac fans. And God rest his soul, Kobe fans. Right? If you talk to a Kobe fan, they think Kobe's like one or two all time. He's two. You're crazy. You're crazy. He's two. To me, if you if someone asks you who's the greatest NBA player ever and you say any other names besides Michael Jordan or LeBron James, you're just heavily biased and you grew up like I mean, Will Chamberlain did a lot of shit. Yeah, but he was playing against motherfuckers that look like me. I say that same. I I say the same story. But but there was just a bunch of fucking balding white dudes out there, bro. Listen to this. All right, so this is where I'm at with it. We talking about we talk we talking about rings right now. This is what I'm gonna say, right? LeBron this year is his tenth time going to the league. I mean, going to the going to the championship, right? Oh, I if, can't wait for I can't wait for this argument you're about to make. If he it's horseshit, Go no, ahead. listen. I'm listening. If I'm he listening. if he wins every time, this man has ten championship rings. Bill Russell did that. Yeah, in in that era against guys that look like me. In this era, LeBron had the chance to do that. Are Are you about to get in LeBron's ass right now, Pauls? What I'm going to say is. After he, if he plays these couple years and makes a run of three rings and gets past the five that Kobe has, on the stat board, on the rings, on everything, he's going to be past Kobe. So, so can I point something out? Because I think LeBron gets a really bad uh, rap for the how many times he's been to the finals versus how many times he's won a ring. Mm-hmm. Like we don't talk about Jordan or Kobe. We don't talk about the year Kobe was on the Lakers before they Jerry West handed him Paul Gasol for nothing, and they were a fucking eight seed getting bounced out. Trust me, the Suns did it. Yeah, but it's the number. But what I'm saying is the years that Kobe didn't make the finals, Mm -hmm. the years Jordan didn't Didn't make make, the LeBron's going to the finals. Like his failure years are like, you know what? He made it to the finals. But he's going to the finals and losing. Hey, would would so Jordan so what's, went to the so, finals and never lost? But but what's okay? A normal year for LeBron is making it to the finals, right? A normal year for any uh, Jordan went to the finals six times. How many years did he play? Twelve years, thirteen years? Yeah. So that means half of his career he didn't go to the finals. Yeah. But when he went, what did he do? So is it better if LeBron had just gotten bounced in the in the Eastern Conference Finals those years instead of going and losing? Yeah, I mean, no, but, that's but, bullshit. But, but, no, 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 no. The, the level would have still been the same. They still would have been saying he lost. 
So why don't they say that when Kobe was getting fucking eld skied up when he had no help? Because when he goes to the finals, he wins. So LeBron, no, that's not true. LeBron not he, going. How he, many times did Kobe lose in the finals? They lost to the Celtics once. But guess what? Guess what? LeBron's other years. LeBron is year seventeen. He's made it to the finals 10, 10, 10 years. So over half of his career, he's been in the finals. Right. He's probably going to go another at least one time with the Lakers because. Charles Barkley hates sitting up on that. Charles fucking, Barkley's a fucking. And I he love, hates sitting up on that panel with Shaq, bro, because he don't have no chips. That's fine, but LeBron's got chips. Yeah, but he, he bro, LeBron James, he loses has in won a, chip. a ring. He's about to win a ring with his third team. He loses in a chip. He okay. So this is where you have no <laughs> argument here. Let's look at Le, who LeBron's competition has been in the finals. All right, the only one I'll give you. There's only one ring that he lost that was unexcusable, and that was against the Mavs in 2011. Dirt. Yeah. That was a joke. That's his black eye on his career is that one series. Outside of that, the NBA is crazier than ever. Jordan couldn't get out of the East in the 80s mm-hmm. because of Detroit, the Sixers, the Celtics. Right. Figured it out, though. By the way, by the way, you watch The Last Dance – and, and they're like, yo, Jordan was facing a feisty Cavaliers team. And who were the best players on the Cavaliers? Mark Craig Price Elo. and fucking... Or no, yeah, Craig Elo, Mark Price, and fucking Brad Daughtry. And Jordan had hard times getting past them. Nonetheless. That was the year of the I, I digress. fucking white hoop dude was nice as hell. I, I, I that was those well, years. Listen, 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 listen. LeBron is ne- like nobody's ever fucking faced tougher competition in the finals. That's a fact. This man went against peak Spurs before Kawhi, right? As a kid with nobody. He had Danielle Marshall. Eric Snow was his starting point guard, and they had Big Z. This was before Mo Williams was even on the team. They went to the finals. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he got smashed by the fucking Spurs because we're talking peak Spurs, right? This is fucking Duncan. Duncan, Ginobili, Tony Parker in in their fucking greatest. He had to play the Mavs, which they should have won. No shit. Then they play the Thunder with three future NBA MVPs on the roster. They had James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Russell Westbrook all on the same fucking team. LeBron made light work of them. Year two. Then the next two years, it's battles with the Spurs. This is new peak Spurs with fucking Kawhi Leonard. And he splits it 50-50. They get one, they get a wing run here. Kawhi wasn't averaging 20. But he was locking motherfuckers the fuck down. He was Bruce Bowen. No, he wasn't. Come on. He won he won a, a, a finals MVP the year the that they beat. The second one. Yeah, but I'm yeah. saying, yeah. All right, I'll give him that. So, he played, played in it twice. So then he has to go against the fucking Warriors, bro, who's legitimately the greatest team I've ever, I think, ever. If you were to just put like talent, you throw the Warriors with KD, Steph, and Clay on the fucking on, against anybody. Like, yeah. So he has to play them four years in a row. Year one, Kyrie and Kevin Love are injured. Matthew Delvadova is his fucking starting point guard. He's got fucking uh, Mozgov. Look out at there. all the shit you got to give him to even no, make what him you mean? to hold him up. He took the fucking. <laughs> he took. He took the Cavaliers to six, or he, he took the Warriors to six. They 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 should have won the series, and they did. Then the next year, they win. Greatest fucking ring ever won. 
Down 3-1. LeBron wins the greatest ring anyone's ever won. And then the and then the next two years, they they just run into the buzzsaw of like, bro, it's Kevin Durant and the and the Warriors. It wasn't fair. They ruined the NBA. But I say all that to say LeBron has had the toughest competition. And he's about to win his third ring. He's he's better than Kobe. He's better than Kobe? Of course. You're crazy. Kobe's like top seven player of all time. He's certainly not top. So Eminem is top three rappers, top five for you? That's what it sounds like. Like, it's like, like, it's no way. It's like not Le- wait, LeBron. Wait, is, wait, give LeBron me that. Is not, Are you comparing Eminem to Le- Look, Le- LeBron, LeBron is, is, is Jay-Z. Not Eminem. Come on, man. LeBron is Jay-Z. Yes. <clears throat> and Jordan is Rakim, bro. Number two is he's not. LeBron is number two, He's bro. Not. Kobe sure the fuck at number two. Yes, he is. You're crazy. Kobe is number two, dog. Can we pull up what I year believe, seven? I, I can believe. we pull up what year number seventeen looked like for Kobe versus what it looked like for LeBron? Actually, this is my phone. Kobe Bryant is for sure different. Well, it's just not even close. Year seventeen. LeBron, did you see LeBron James just score 38 points, 16 rebounds, a 10 assist in an elimination game in the Western Conference Finals? I don't know if you saw that. He's, he's 35 years old. It's year 17. I know. This is a different type of animal. And he's about, he's a different type of animal. You, I mean, you put in. No, you're right. Four to five million dollars in your body at this point. Kobe and he's a, and him, Kobe was not doing that. So we, so Kobe did give, a lot of that. Since you give, no, Kobe had. You know one big thing is Kobe gonna get that surgery overseas. That's what people know. People don't know that he was if he was work. It's it's out there that LeBron puts four, five, six, seven million dollars in his body as far as training and doing all of that shit. You know why? But it's like it's He's like the greatest of all time. But think about it. It's like the rappers not having Twitter and Instagram and YouTube at the time, and then one of the then LeBron comes along and he got Twitter and YouTube and Instagram, and now. I do. Everything I don't think it's the same thing. It is. Shout out to LeBron, though. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. Shout out to LeBron. He's number three. So, um, and my favorite player is Carmelo, by the way. Really? Yes. Oh, you're one of those guys of all time. I mean, I respect it. Used that's to ori- be, that's it an used original to be Scotty. thought. It used to be Scotty Pippen. Carmelo was a, uh, fun to watch. They should have did something with the fucking when they had AI. That would have been crazy. In the yeah, I like that squad. Um. So. You are you vote? Are you voting? Uh, do you vote? Nah, I haven't. I mean, I live out here now, so I can't. are you registered out here? No. Nah. Oh, so you got to. So I got to fly back home. Nah, you got to do the absentee ballot, bro. P- uh, Pennsylvania is a fucking. Uh, it's a really fucking. That's a swing state, man. I found the song, by the way, Tupac song. Uh oh. Why is it not playing? It's because fucking. Are you telling somebody about it? The government. The government doesn't want us to know Tupac's alive, bro. Look at my new Xbox. Hit the power button and it don't work. Why is it not playing on my Spotify? God Bless the Dead is the name of the song. Pull up on YouTube. Listen to this shit. Rest in peace to my motherfucking Biggie Smalls. Mm. See? See, that's how it's clipped. I would have been through that. Play it back. Watch, watch this. I'm gonna tell you why it's clipped. Rest in peace 
Rest in peace to my motherfucking Biggie Smalls. It's really rest in peace. It's whatever it is, the nigga is missing. The word nigga is missing. Rest in peace to my motherfucking nigga Biggie Smalls. They clipped it. Rest in peace to my motherfucker Biggie Smalls. Don't nobody talk like that, bro. Maybe Tupac does. Fuck that. You don't know that man? Man. Somebody in Cuba probably knows him. <laughs> so if you were to vote, you would vote for uh or this year would you vote for the Biden man? Yeah, like I said, lesser of two evils. That would be the only reason. Um uh, all right, so your album is out and um it's been out for it's been out for a while now. Yeah, a couple July third. Yeah, um, hey, what's up with the fucking this fucking methodical Taylor Gang album that I've heard music that was supposed to be on for like the last eight years of my life? Like, what is going on? Is that ever gonna? I think everybody just started putting out like this shit like singly first, just to build that back up because you know we did a uh, one before a volume one. Yeah, but that was more like a tape. Yeah. Wasn't there supposed to be like an actual album? Yeah, but that was like that was like the tape. Yeah, it was the tape. But we're we're we we're working on the album now, but it's just like everybody start doing their own. So who is like uh, cuz I I know like once people are Taylor Gang, you know, it's usually everything and you know, everything's kosher. But like who's officially Taylor Gang now? Like official. Like who's on the label now? Because you don't see like I don't see Juicy J banging Taylor Gang like he used to, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, shit happens. So, so Juicy J is not Taylor Gang anymore? I mean, like you said, once you Taylor Gang, you Taylor Gang, man. You know, we I be seeing, you know, people still be wearing their chains and stuff like that. Do you get the chain back once they leave the crew? Is that like, hey, yo, this is yours as far as as long as... It was only one circumstance that that happened. You had to get the chain back? I didn't have to get it back. Well, who got whose chain got taken back? I ain't gonna get into all that. I mean, come on, man. No, that's cool. Was it uh somebody like bigger? <clears throat> uh I ain't gonna get into all that. Man. I ain't you know, I mean, for me, once I once I rep it, I rep it. And what I, year I was, what I year did like, the chain have to get taken back? I'll take a guess. Probably like probably like fourteen. Maybe it was back a while, fifteen. You know what I mean? You know, sometimes business stuff don't work out for people, and it doesn't necessarily have to mean. Was it Uzi? Give me the chain back. Was type it of Uzi? Deal. I don't even know, but it, it like give me the chain back type of deal. You know what I'm saying? It's not like a because I heard Yo, give I, me that. I heard Uzi was close to being Taylor Gang. Yeah, I mean DJ Drama and them is family. So, yeah, you know. So Uzi got his chain taken. Lake back. is family. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, Don Cannon is family. Shout out to Don Cannon. Yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah. Yeah, man. And you know, like I said, once it's Taylor Gang, it's always Taylor Gang, especially with me. Is I Lola just Monroe like... still Taylor Gang? Nah. I was gonna say because that that was I feel like that was the only exception of things I thought that got kind of sketchy publicly. Where it felt like you guys, like there was like a weird split. I feel like everybody else is just kind of like, it's yeah, like I mean, fam. Got, it's different when it's, you know, I guess it's different because we haven't really like parted ways with like no women, like rappers or, you know what I mean, stuff like that. So I guess it was probably kind of like a different thing. Right, right, right. When you part ways like that. And they got to say what they got to say anyway. Yeah, regardless. I feel like gotta no matter what, yourself. like Ty is going to always be Taylor <clears> Gang affiliated. <throat> right. Burner will always be Taylor Gang affiliated to some capacity. Like, even if now, like, when you speak of affiliated, 
they, that's more like it. You know what I mean? It's a, it's people that's like you know. There's like a difference between being signed to the label, right, and then just being yeah, just being the homies of. You know what I'm saying? For sure. You still popping? I still support you and do all of that. But I just in my my years of dealing with people, I just know some things that I just be like, yeah, yeah I know what's up with you. Still, what's up though? You know what I'm saying? But have you ever been in any rap beefs in your career? Nah. No nah, beefs. Nah. No. No. That's a positive. Nah. Some little stuff back home, but it wasn't like. Nothing. But not like some actual like, like you know. I never got into it with nobody. The closest thing I probably got into it with somebody was like, um, you remember Trail you used to hang with Tiger. If, uh, oh wait, not Fat Trail. No. no I oh yeah, tr- yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like we was had some words on the internet, and then we were we seen each other in Dubai, and it was like this shit never happened. You know what I'm saying? So it was like that's like the closest thing to anything. Damn, that's the guy who had like one arm. Or said something wrong with his hand or some shit. No, that's no, the um, that's the you know where the tiger store is right now. Where what he well you used to have a tiger. He used to he used to head at yeah. yeah. That's where he got his spot now. I think it's like him and his his lady. You know what I mean? Shout out to uh to Tiger for having a comeback that I didn't see fucking coming. Because Lane, he found it. I feel like he just did. This is the thing with Tiger. Tiger like. Had his lane, and then he stopped running in it, and then his shit hit a wall for, like, a long time, and then he just made shit again that, like, he should have never stopped. Like, Well, also, too, I believe, I mean, it was public that he had shit going on with cash money. Oh, yeah, yeah, but I know, but he was putting out a lot of shit through Empire that was just atrocious music. He was putting out some really bad shit, and then, you know. He finally got back to making like. I think that's what happens with artists though. When they like go, this motherfucker was trying to shit. sing and like he was just like, hey, bro, like talk about strippers and fucking bitches and do it over a hundred BPMs, like you know. And you know he's back. Shout out to Saiga. Your album is out. Go support it. Yeah. Um. You have any anything else like any other ventures that you're. You want to shout out? I mean, or? On, you know, in quarantine, I started the cooking shit. So. Oh, yeah, you can cook. Now, are you better than Brandon Scales, though? That's what we're trying to figure out. We won't find out. Because I'm putting money on B-Dot. I know. His that, food. He's his a food. beast. Yeah. I mean, he's I like a too. fucking five-star chef, that guy. I am, too. I don't got no stars. You know what I'm saying? But Yeah. yeah that yeah. Man, what got you into cooking, though? I used to just hang around the kitchen. My grandma and my mom and shit So have you like always that. been a cook, or is this recently? Nah, I mean... I left my mom's house when I was like twenty, so like being on my own, kind of like figured that shit out. But I'm saying like you like where you really started to get passionate about cooking. Like has that been a, always been a thing, or is that something that's just been a nah? It's just been in the kitchen for me until I really like start reading books and shit like that and start. I just like watching YouTube recipes. shit. I've been yeah. watching motherfuckers cook on YouTube all the time. And as I said, like for the. The Make It Good with Chevy Woods. It's a series. It's 10 episodes. Damn. All right. And then you've been working out, too. Yeah. So you work out where Wiz is at, which is the, what's it called? Unbreakable. Unbreakable, which is. Shout out to Jay Glazer. Jay Glazer. Fox NFL insider. Yes, sir. So what kind of people work out over there? Uh, oh, shit. Football players, basketball players, actors. What, who's been the most random actor that, or like, like. Coolest actor you've met over there or, like, seen over there? Mm, that's a good question. I mean, maybe maybe me and Usher. Usher? Yeah, because the cool thing about it is 
he like comes in and like does his work and like <clears throat> he says what's up to everybody of course and stuff like that but he's like real focused on what he's doing and he rides his bike there and back to wherever he's going usher just riding a bike i met usher at ty's house last year and it was one of the coolest i don't get you know i don't care, care about nobody right i was like man i'm literally in Ty's kitchen with Usher talking, like just going in deep with him about the Game of Thrones season series finale. I was like, damn, if I was a kid and someone told me I'd be hanging out with Usher. Right. That should be crazy. Yeah, that like, should don't happen to me with a lot of dudes, you know, but like Usher, I was like, this is fucking crazy, bro. Like, yeah. And like I, think I was, was hanging out with Busta Rhymes too, like a couple weeks ago. And that shit was like, wow, I'm really telling Busta Rhymes how excited I was when him and Mystical got on a song together when I was a kid. Uh, yeah. Like that's lit though. Like this is crazy. Like I got know. like that around Busta when I first met him. I was just like, fuck. Yeah, and I've seen Busta around, but like I actually was like, you know, we were in very intimate space, had a conversation for about an hour, and I was like, this is crazy. If you were telling me as a kid I'd be kicking it with Busta Rhymes, having like real conversations with him, I'd tell you you're full of shit. Or I'd be like, yo, I made it in life. Right. It's crazy, man. I think it's like that for me with Snoop. Yeah, even with Snoop, you know, Doggy Style was the first uh, cassette tape I it got me into hip hop. Like, mm-hmm. I got it on accident, and uh, I was like seven, six, mm. and I learned that whole bro. I had that whole. I know that like that's like my favorite top three, four favorite album ever. You ever notice like? Uh... So obviously, with the storytelling from the East Coast, it's like Slick Rick. Yeah. Like infused. Like that's where Snoop. Oh, Snoop was so. Man. But that's why as a kid, we loved it so much because it was storytelling. Yeah, for sure. And you could follow it easy. Bro, when I heard uh, Snoop's version of Lottie Dottie, like, I didn't even know there was a Slick Rick version at the Mm -hmm. time. I was like fucking in kindergarten. Mm hmm. Yeah, when he did hit with, yeah, it's crazy. I was like, and then I heard the Slick Rick. I'm like, this shit is whack. Yeah, the Snoop one is the one, right? But but because it's the one I listen, I heard, I, I like, I knew that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Snoop is one of them ones, man. It was like, I got to see Snoop once and smoke with him, and you know, I'm cool with his boy Kev. Shout out to my guy Kev. But yeah, like Snoop's Snoop's a fucking. Oh legend. yeah, shout out to Kev. I be he be working out and shit too with Snoop now. I seen that. Yeah, man, I gotta get in the Fuck. gym, but I ain't, I ain't going to Unbreakable. I can't afford it. Uh, anyway, yo, wrapping up the podcast. <laughs> Chevy Woods, go get his project. It's out. Yeah. And uh follow him on Twitter, Instagram. And cooking good with Chevy Woods. Make it good. Make it good with Chevy Woods. The YouTube series. Is that officially launched? Yeah, right. It's, it, yes. Yeah, it's, it's uh you, you're on ten? On, yeah, I'm on ten. I'm, I shot ten and now I'm working on season two. So you gotta fucking I'm I just get wanted, you on, bro. We're doing something different. The chef battle with you and B dot scales needs to happen. Where you at B dot? I'll be a judge. Facts. You and uh, uh, Nate, my homie Nate. Shout out to Nate. Yeah. I feel like I always see Nate in random places in Wilson Hills. Shout Nate out is the man with random places. He is. He's the man. You be man. like, bro, didn't I see? Yeah, he, he know what's up. He be low key as hell. Uh, anytime I want to go somewhere, uh, like I want to do something, I'll be like, what should I do, bro? Now he be and knowing like, all the spots. Here, wineries and all types yeah, of Yeah, shout shit, out to so, Nate, man. Yeah. Anyway, yo, wrapping it up. Bootleg Head Podcast, we out. Yo. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.